Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks on this 221st podcast, and uh, we find ourselves still in Psalm 34. What a great half of Psalm 34 yesterday, I believe. There's so much about learning how to bless the Lord, learning how to serve Him, learning how to share it with others, uh, trusting in His completeness and His sufficiency, and and all that kind of stuff. And so, Stephanie, what's going on with you today? How are you? Hi, Doug. I'm doing pretty well. Um, excited that we were, were able to delve into the second part of Psalm 34, and wow, there's a lot in here. So I'm excited to so how's, look into it. How's the kids? How's the uh, how is the royal dog King Thor? I mean, what's what's going on with the family? Family's doing well. Um, Thor continues to grow. We were out of town for my cousin's wedding and came home, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, I think he grew, you know, several several inches. Everything just gets bigger. Every, you know, seems like every day he's just, he just keeps growing. Yeah. I'm like, how big is this dog going to end up? I don't know. Yeah. Um, he's already bypassed my dad's. My dad has a couple labs, and he's passed them both up, so... I'm not sure how big he's going to end up being, but he's he's an awesome dog. When we got home, I was, you know, petting him, and he was just eating it up. And, yeah, so Thor's doing well. Um, kids are doing well. They're um, very excited. I think we're going to do their buddy gifts today. So they're very excited about that. Yeah, you know, I think that getting gifts a couple weeks before Christmas is always a good idea. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's why I sent you a couple. Yeah, and it, it was a good idea. It, it made me feel good all over. I uh, <laughs> I feel like that uh, it was some kind of victory. And uh, wow, They're just so, ornaments. So. Yeah, beautiful ornaments, <laughs> army ornaments, patriotic ornaments, ornaments that uh, speak to the country, speak to everything. So Thor is bigger than your dad's labs that just kind of hang around in his driveway. Yep. Yeah, yep. praise God. Those dogs, I think they live in the driveway now, don't they? They do, just about. They're driveway dwellers, man. They just, <laughs> when I go to your dad's house, they're always in the driveway. They dwell in the driveway. And you shall oh. dwell in the driveway all the days of your life. And, uh, wow. So that's, but anyway, Thor, yeah, Thor is a man. You know, there's, make no mistake about it, Thor is... Uh, he's like Clint Eastwood to dogs, you know, <laughs> or Tom Selleck. You know, he's he's a head above the rest, man. He's a fine-looking dog. It's uh, yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. And, and so we, I mean, it's been pretty obvious. The, the elephant in the room has been we're not looking for a bride anymore for Thor because Stephanie has a lot on her plate. But I, I felt like Stephanie that I, I had to tell the peeps why we dropped off quickly <laughs> on the bride search for Thor. And uh, 
kind of still in a way in, in the background without anyone really knowing about it. It's still kind of going on. We're just, it's a, we're just not uh -oh. sure about it anymore. And uh, uh -huh. we, we, we love Thor and uh, we, we are the Thor supporters and uh, we support <laughs> Thor. And, uh, and so uh, we don't want him to be a driveway dweller. Uh, he's, he's not a driveway dweller. Now he sleeps in the house at night? He sleeps in his pen um, out our, by our back door. Yeah, that must so. make him happy. Yeah, it does. That dog yeah. is always smiling. It's like he's uh, he's got one up on the world. But anyway, more important than that <laughs> is Psalm 34, blessing the Lord and uh, uh, magnifying the Lord. You know, through blessing him, we, we have to make him larger. We have to exalt his name. Uh, God is bigger than any king, any of those types of things. Seeking out the Lord, allowing him to deliver us and uh, crying out to him, giving him our troubles and uh, knowing, trusting in his angels and campeth about us and uh, fearing, uh, you know, we fear the Lord. We wrapped up with that, talking about how the lions, the young lions do lack. They they don't catch the food. They don't catch those things. Different things like that are going on. And and then uh, uh, and now we're at number 11. We're at Psalm 34, verse number 11. Come ye children, hearken unto me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is he that desireth life and love many days that he may see good? Keep thy tongue from evil and thy lips from speaking guile. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous and his ears are open unto their cry. The face of the Lord is against them that do evil to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry and the Lord heareth and delivereth them out of all their troubles. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart, and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. He keepeth all his bones, not one of them is broken. Evil shall slay the wicked, and they that hate righteous shall be desolate. The Lord redeemeth the soul of his servants, and none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. Boy, there's a lot of good words in there for us mm -hmm. this morning, Stephanie. There's a lot going mm -hmm. on. And just right there at verse 11, Come ye children, hearken unto me, and I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What does that word hearken mean in this context? I think it means pay attention. Yeah. Um, listen up. Don't don't um, get sidetracked. This is important. Yeah, yeah. Zero right in on that. That's a good definition. And uh, going right in on that. And then and, and then it goes on to say, ye his saints. Uh, no, I'm, I'm all right. Come ye children, hearken unto me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. And uh, uh, boy, it's, I think David has got a real keen and really a good understanding uh, you know, if we go back to Psalm 1 and we go back to those Psalms that were all over the place and all of a sudden we got this laser-focused Psalm on God, we got this laser-focused thing and, uh, and he's talking about what man is he that desireth life and loveth many days that he may see good. So he's talking, you know, hearken unto me, I'll teach you these things. And, and he that desireth life and loveth many days that he may see good and isn't the best good found in God? Isn't that all good? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, that good isn't what this world views as good. It's good in terms of, I think, seeing what God is, seeing who God is, seeing him work, um, seeing him accomplish things that glorify him. And God is holy. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that's... Well, I think there's a sense... Yeah, and, and when you think of good, we think of, you know, when we tell our kids, be good. What's that really mean? Yeah. It means glorify God in your actions. Um, do what doing do what is pleasing to Him and... Um, be holy. I, yeah, yeah and, and this honestly makes me think of um, where... It's one of the Ten Commandments, and then it's reiterated in Scripture, but the honoring your father and your mother that your days, um, how's it put it, that your days may be long upon the land. Yeah. And um, when it talks about, in verse 11, about children hearkening to him, it's just kind of interesting that that, and then in verse 12, he says, and loveth many days. Um, There's that connotation of it going together. Yeah. Yeah, and they... I think it's a great connotation, and I, I get the, the holiness implications there. And I, I think we forget sometimes that we have everything we need. And I know I've said this before, but we have everything we need. When we, when we get the Holy Spirit of God in our hearts, we have everything we need in us to succeed and to be good mm-hmm. and to do those things. And I think that's what David's getting at here. And then he gets, he gets real hard. He's almost like slapping us around or those around whose tongue is from evil. It says, keep thy tongue from evil and thy lips from speaking guile. And again, you know, it seems like over and over again, we're hearing these words that we shouldn't be bad mouthing, that we shouldn't be doing or saying bad things, but over and over again, that we should be doing what's right. We should be desiring what's good. We should be desiring what's right. We should be uh, speaking what's true, and I think that's what it's talking about there. It's okay to point out that, hey, you know, mark them that cause division. Point out them that are lying about you. Point out them that are no. We've come across. We've got a couple people that we consider friends that are that did us wrong, and and I think it's important we point out they did us wrong. But I, it's the truth. It's real. It's honest, and and I think that's what's going on here. I think we need to point out those things that are good and that that mean things and, and that, that are loving. And, and we got to st- keep from the guile saying, boy, and I wish they died. And I hope, uh, you know, God rec- recompenses them. And he does that anyway. And, uh, uh, but he's given us this set of rules as we're blessing the Lord. We got to remember the context, I think, Stephanie, more than anything else, is I will bless the Lord. This is like a psalm of blessing. And so he's telling us that how we need to bless the Lord, what we need not to do, to, to uh, uh, you know, to be able to bless the Lord. So we need not to, um, you know, keep our tongues from evil. We need, we, we, we got to keep our lips from speaking guile. We got to depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. I mean, just 13 and 14, if you put it together, you can't bless the Lord while doing those things. Yeah, no, you can't. And that's, that's what's sad is a lot of Christians in the name of Christian liberty think they can do anything they want yeah. and still be glorifying and honoring the Lord. And part of the fear of the Lord that's referenced in 11, I think it's summed up in um, 13 and 14, that that is what 
fearing the Lord looks like, keeping your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking guile, departing from evil, doing good, seeking peace and pursuing it. That is what the fear of the Lord, just a brief summary, another brief summary of what the fear of the Lord looks like. And um, the preface to verse 15. Yeah. 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 And I, and I think, uh, you know, seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous and his ears are upon their cry. So what's the righteous? You know, is, is God's eyes on us? I think there's a sense in which, yes, um, we're not righteous because of anything we've done, but we're righteous because of who God is in us. It's his righteousness and because being of, reflected in us. Right, because we've accepted the Lord. Right. And, uh, I mean, that's that's pretty significant. We've accepted the Lord. We we, we want to pursue that which is right, but we, we right. have his righteousness. And, and uh, you know, his righteousness is is impugned on us or giving to right. us. And, uh, and I'm glad about that. And then his ears are open to our cry. So you want God to answer your prayers. You want God to hear your cry and you want God to do those things. Well, you have to have membership. This is an exclusive thing, man. It's a, uh, you either accept the Lord or you don't. There's some exclusivity here. And uh, I think, yeah. that, I think that's what David's talking about here is, you know, the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. So you, you got one side, you either got the, the, you know, you either have the eyes of the Lord upon you, his ears being open to your cry, or it's against them that do evil to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. They, they, they shall have nothing great left on the earth here to talk about. And then the righteous cry and the Lord heareth and delivereth them out of all their troubles. You know, there's a whole theme of that. that it's like a thread that's constantly throughout Psalm 34. This poor man cried, verse 4, I sought the Lord. Uh, and then the righteous cry. And again, it's people crying out to the Lord. And I think that's part of blessing the Lord is crying out to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, there's God loves it when he sees us looking to him in dependence. Yeah. He loves that. And I think there's a sense in which when it says the eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous. Yeah. There's something incredibly awe-inspiring in that statement that God's eyes would be looking at me and that his ears would be open to my cry. In other words, that he'd be giving me his attention. And that's what this verse is saying to me in verse 15, that God gives attention with his eyes and his ears Yeah. to those who are seeking him. And those who are righteous in the fact that they've accepted his plan, his Savior, his Son, uh, you know, this is this is all somehow uh, hooked to that membership. And, you know, mm -hmm. in verse number 18, Stephanie, the Lord is nigh. He's right next to you unto them that are of a broken heart and save as such as be a contrite spirit. So he's right next to the brokenhearted. Again, we're blessing the Lord. Uh, I will bless the Lord. And through all these ways, we're keeping our tongues. We're keeping away from the guile. We're looking to the Lord. We're yelling out to the Lord. We're seeking the Lord. We're crying to the Lord. And then we're told that as we do these things and as we bless the Lord, he's right next to us. I mean, Stephanie, have you ever needed the Lord to be right next to you? 
No. <laughs> More times than I could count. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every day. Um, every day. <laughs> I need thee. Oh, I need thee. Uh, yeah. And I, and I think I, that's kind of what I'm seeing here is that, you know, the, the blessing comes with a closeness to God. The blessing comes with a change in your behavior as far as speaking, talking, doing that, that we actually cry out. Some people have a hard time crying out to God. Some people have a th hard time crying out in any way to God. Yeah, I think we, <laughs> because of our sin nature, there's so much pride in there. Yeah. And um, there's, a, there's something that happens when you go through something that breaks you that God uses to break so much of that pride and to the, in the sense of it's what he uses to bring us to the end of ourselves. Yeah. And yeah. that's a good thing um, to be brought to that point of God, I have no one but you. That's it. That's we're where that he wants pit. us to be. Yeah. We're in that pit. Uh, we're in the pit where Joseph was. We're in that pit where, we've been we're in that pit where you talked about covering yourself up in your book and that place and 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 19 psalm 34 verse 19 stephanie many are the afflictions of the righteous but the lord delivereth him out of all them all uh out of them all and so when you read that many are the afflictions we still deal with afflictions saved people still are afflicted just like unsaved folk uh we still deal with afflictions what do afflictions look like stephanie Wow. Afflictions can come in multiple different forms. Um, I don't think that there's any um, preset where this is an affliction, this isn't. Um, but I think when he says many of the afflictions of, a right, are the, of the righteous, I think it's saying they can come in multiple different forms. For some people, their health problems. Yeah. For some people, their losses. You know, you look at the life of Job. And the multitude of afflictions he dealt with came in a multitude of different ways. Everything from loss to physical to the spiritual attack to his so-called friends being creeps. Um, that's an affliction. <laughs> and that's, I think David's saying here, they can come in any form, but the Lord delivereth them out delivers him out of them all he's the deliverer he takes us out of them and that's a good way to look at it It doesn't matter where you know some listening to us are dealing with the affliction of cancer like you say those health things heart disease uh coronavirus all these different things they're real uh they're hurting friends friends are dying from these things and uh but the lord's reminding us that he delivers us out of all those things and then he goes here and he's talking prophetically uh, and where we're going with Christ. He keepeth all his bones. Not one of them was broken. Talking about, uh, you know, on the cross, uh, the crucifixion. Evil shall slay the wicked and they that hate the righteous shall be desolate. Wow. 
And evil, you know, it may not be on this earth, that evil person who's trying to ruin our lives, that evil person that writes emails about you, that evil person that sends letters about you, that evil person that comes on the phone and says they're going to keep your secrets and lie to you, that evil person who makes up things about you. And we could go on and on and on, and, and these people have had them. But God's reminding us at the end of this shooting match, at the end of this rodeo, at the end of these times, at the end of all this, uh, evil shall slay the wicked. The devil's taking you out. If you haven't accepted Jesus Christ, if you haven't got right in your ways, the devil's taking you out. And here's the great news. I think Psalm uh, 34, verse number 22 is some pretty great news, Stephanie. And it says, The Lord redeemeth the soul of his servants, and none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. So our souls are never going to be without heaven. Our souls are never going to be without Christ. Our souls are, are never going to be in that place where we're without Christ. You know, what is that verse in, in uh, Romans 8? Uh, Romans 8, 28? Yeah. Oh, the end of the passage. 8, 38, yeah, right? Yeah. Yes, that nothing can separate us. For I am persuaded, nothing can separate us from the love of Christ. No, um, no evil, no. Paul lists, yeah, yeah he lists... Um, height, nor depth, nor angel, nor principality, nor power, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, and that's what in Christ Jesus. And that's what the psalmist is saying here. The psalmist is saying, hey, gotcha. You know, uh, the Lord redeemeth the soul of his servants. And, and I mean, our life should be different because of that, Stephanie. I mean, yeah. our life should be happier. Our life should be lived. We we go through those terrible things. No one's been through, uh, many have not been through the terribleness that you went through, Stephanie. And the goal coming out the other side is to know that we're going to bless them. And you've showed us that. You've been an example to us. You're, you've decided to bless God through the midst of your most terrible trials, that you're going to bless God. Your family's going to bless God. I, we talked last night on the phone. You were telling me that your devotion with your kids, I think, uh, was what? Psalm 96 and 97. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, as you were going well, through. So, yeah. And it, that's a big part of family, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I think um, God, God, I constantly have to bring the kids back to remembering that it's our job to glorify God, period. No matter the circumstances, no matter what's going on, it's our job to bring glory and honor to God. And I and I think that's significant here. And I mean, how hard is it to reel the kids in on those, well, especially in 2018 in November, how hard was it to reel the kids in and their focus to bless God? Was it, I mean, was it a hard, hard sell? Did they automatically go back to that? I mean, what what did it look like back then? Well, um, I had determined on our drive home from the capital back to the village to tell the kids that whatever I put in their heads then when we told them that Charles was dead would set the tone for their entire future. Yeah. And so I just asked God then to give me the words to say to them that would create a foundation in the midst of the storm. Yeah. And that I could build on. 
And um, throughout that entire evacuation process, as awful and, you know, we were all in kind of shell-shocked mode, I remember the Lord even giving my kids a piece. Um, We sang... We sang so many hours of that trip. Yeah. About God's faithfulness, about choosing, you know, I have decided to follow Jesus. We sang, You Are Always Good. We sang, God is So Good. Those songs that were, were cementing the foundation that God was still our God. And we were still going to trust Him and we were still going to serve Him. Yeah, And that's what gave us strength. And I think those afflictions didn't just go away. Um, in some senses, those afflictions aren't gone. Um, but God is still faithful. Yes. And you just, I think you have to come to that point where every day you have to make a decision. God, I'm going to look to you for your deliverance today. I'm looking to you for your help and your strength. Yep. And it's that moment by moment thing that I think comes into play huge in times like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I got to be thinking that if, uh, you know, I lost Debbie and to a gunman and driving down the road when my kids were small, uh, I got to think that I would probably been on the wrong side of that testimony. And But the truth is we need to be on the right side of that testimony. And the way we get on the right side of that testimony is we bless the Lord through reading his word. We bless the Lord through trusting his word. We bless the Lord through crying out to him. We bless the Lord uh, by being his servants, by desiring life and uh, love it. We, we keep our tongues from evil. We depart from that evil. Uh, we know that the eyes of the Lord are upon us. And uh, the face, of, we got to remember that this, this earth, don't judge eternity on earth. And I think that's something we got to walk away with today, Stephanie. We can't judge the things we went through on this earth. I mean, one, one act, one rape, which is terrible, one, you can ruin a life. You know, people's lives can go through junk forever. And I'm not picking on the people going through junk. I'm just saying that this earth is hard, but we can't judge eternity on this earth. We can't judge the abuses we've been through. We can't judge the terrible, horrific things we've seen. We can't judge this on war. We can't judge this on people who cheat. We can't judge this on people whose lives are upside down. We have to judge eternity on God's word and we buy it. It's not a, this isn't an emotional life, even though it is. You know what I'm saying, Stephanie? It's not about emotion. It's about the promises of God. And uh, I thank God that you shared your testimony today. And, and uh, now what song are we wrapping up with today? Uh, um... Was it that needeth me? Did we, what are we doing there? Oh, you want me to do he leadeth me? He leadeth me. Yes. Okay. Give me a second. All right. All right. I'm not judging you, man. Make sure you're using the right Google there. <laughs> We've already had, we had one song uh, failure out of 220 podcasts. So we probably shouldn't even bring it up anymore. We're bringing up the bad juju in the midst of 219 good ones. Uh, yeah. All right. Oh, I think I found the right words. Okay. He leadeth me, O blessed God, O words with heavenly comfort brought. 
whate'er I do, where'er I be, still tis God's hand that leadeth me. He leadeth me, he leadeth me, by his own hand he leadeth me. His faithful follower I would be, for by his hand he leadeth me. Perfect song for a perfect psalm. Listen, folks, bless the Lord. Trust Psalm 34. Trust God's word every verse. He's next to you. The Bible says he's nigh unto them of the brokenhearted. And if you've got a broken heart, get up close to God. I know some of you are hurting. Some of you are dealing with uh, post-traumatic stress. Some of you are dealing with all these different things. Get close to God. Wiggle right up next to him. Read, you, read his word. Study his word. Pray his word. Uh, cry out to him. Well, listen, folks, we want each and every one of you to know for sure you're saved. And so make sure you listen to every word. Hey, Merry Christmas out there. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.